Monday morning. Do you feel that pinball energy, ladies and gentlemen? We are going to get a brand new pinball machine a week from today. You're going to see Retro Atomic Zombie Adventureland, and we're going to talk about a Facebook post that Deep Root Pinball put up this weekend by Robert Mueller. And I have to say, I have to say, smack talk, smack talking Stern Pinball, the company that has shipped more pinball machines in the last hour than Deep Root has shipped in five to seven years. Oh my God, we're going to read what Robert Mueller said on Facebook. But here's the thing, all the smack talk is over in a week. You're going to see the game and we're going to be able to judge for ourselves whether or not all this smack talk is worth it, okay? Really exciting, really exciting September. Um, I also want to dedicate this show. I want to dedicate this show to um, to Concrete Hard Hat on Pinside. Now, if you don't know his story, uh, he is a battler. He's a fighter. And he's been battling cancer for a while. And I just want to say, Concrete Hard Hat, you know who you are. I read your statement about how this show helps give you a quantum of solace in everything you're going through. And that's why I do this show. I mean, I've been back for just a week and I'm here to entertain you and give you my opinions about what's going on in the pinball world. We're going to speculate about stuff. We're going to interview people. You know the show. 500 and six episodes of Canada's Pinball Podcast, and it never ceases to amaze me how some people just don't get the point. We're here to entertain you, and here's the great news. If you don't want to listen to the show, because it seems to upset some people, you don't have to listen. It's that simple. I love that the people who are so upset by the show the most actually listen the most. It's, it's, it's nice. It's nice to have them all here. Now, speaking of that, um, first of all, Concrete Hard Hat, we hope, we hope you continue to fight. And I'm so happy. I'm so happy that you're a listener of Canada's Pinball Podcast. And I'm so happy that this show, this show helps you through some really tough times and you enjoy tuning in on a weekly basis. It's why I do it. So thank you so much for tuning in. I also got an email I wasn't expecting to get from someone who's been a real critic of the show. He goes by Chuck Wirt on Pinside. He's from Kentucky, I think Independence, Kentucky, and he just wrote the following. Chris, I've been really hard on you lately. I've been saying a lot of negative things about who you are, and I just wanna say that I've checked out your last five podcasts, and I think you've changed your tune, and I think you've turned a corner, and I just wanna say, keep up the great work, and I'll be tuning in from here on out. So Chuck Wirt, I want to thank you so much for that note as well. And that's what I'm here to do. I'm here to do. I'm here to entertain you. We're not here to do personal attacks, but we're going to go after these games and we're going to go after these companies. And we're always going to fight to make sure that you get the best possible games you can and you have the best quality in those games that you can. I mean, we're not going to stop bringing up issues when they occur in the pinball world. Okay, so let's talk about a couple things that I've been hearing from people. And I hear this all the time. Like, Canada, you you contradict yourself. You say one thing, and then you say another. And even in the same show, in the same show in which you say Deep Root Pinball must build games before they reveal it because if they don't, they're dead on arrival. In the same show you said that, you said Jersey Jack Pinball should slowly release and tease Guns N' Roses. And I hear it all the time, Canada, you're a hypocrite. What, what are you saying there? You contradict yourself. So how can you be saying that? So here, let me, let, me, let me make it real simple for everybody out there. First and foremost, first and foremost, I'm allowed to change my mind, but saying that one company 
needs to build the games before they show it and have the game on the line before they reveal anything. To say that Deep Root has to do that or they're dead on arrival and then saying Jersey Jack Pinball doesn't have to do that when they release Guns N' Roses and I firmly stand behind both of those statements and I don't think I'm contradicting myself and here's why. Because they're not the same company. Not every single pinball company has to go by the same exact playbook. In fact, I think most pinball companies out there are radically different. And because of the current situation with each company, they need to behave differently and they need to operate differently. And here's the main reason why. And you know this reason. You don't have to listen to Canada's Pinball Podcast to know this. A brand new company like Deep Root that has never shipped anything before to anyone before. We've never seen the games. We've never seen if they can manufacture. We've never seen the quality. They have no credibility at all, at all. So nobody, nobody's going to pre-order games with a brand new company and wait months for those games or weeks or, or just listen to what they say the time frame is going to be because everyone's been burned in the past. It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. They need to show they can manufacture games on day one. Now, Jersey Jack Pinball, on the other hand, they've been manufacturing games now for like seven, eight years. So nobody, nobody who buys a Jersey Jack Pinball machine is worried that they're going to get their machine, especially not now with Leonard back in the company. So they don't need to. They don't need to have the game on the line the day they reveal the game. They just don't because people will still order the game. People will wait for Eric's game. People will have more patience with Jersey Jack Pinball, and they're not afraid they're going to get burned. Like Spooky did the same thing with Rick and Morty. The game was not on the line when they revealed Rick and Morty. Now, why was that? Because they didn't need it to be on the line because Spooky Pinball is a trustworthy company. And everyone who's ever ordered a game from Spooky has received their game. So those are different playbooks for different companies. So it's not me contradicting myself. I also think that one of the problems with Jersey Jack Pinball's Guns N' Roses is that everyone knows it's Guns N' Roses in the pinball world. So so the cat's out of the bag in terms of their next two titles being Toy Story and Guns N' Roses. Whereas at Stern Pinball, nobody, and I mean nobody, was talking about Avengers Infinity Quest coming out next. Nobody, nobody, except for Jeff at This Week in Pinball. He was the only one who knew it was a Marvel title. Nobody was talking about Rick and Morty either at Spooky Pinball, right? Because if you knew Spooky Pinball's next game was Rick and Morty, you would not have been buying Alice Cooper's Nightmare Castle. I mean, they did a great job keeping it secret. But the problem is now that it's out there, you know, it's it's like you might as well maybe slowly release it in a way that builds up hype. And I only said that for Jersey Jack because there's so many games that are coming out right now that maybe you want to steal some of the thunder. Now, here's what I think they're going to do. And I've been thinking about this all weekend. You know, just look, you call Canada a hypocrite and that he contradicts himself. And so, you know, I, I, I sometimes have a moment of reflection and I say, Chris, what have you said? Is it wrong? Is it incorrect? Here's what I think Jersey Jack's going to do. Here's what I think is going on in Ken Cromwell's head and the marketing department over there. And I see Kiefer is on Pinside making some funny comments. I mean, if you haven't seen his comments on Pinside, go read them. They're hysterical. I think what Jersey Jack is going to do is this and I think this is what they're thinking they're thinking we've got a game that we know is gonna blow everyone away 
right? We've got a game that we think is effing incredible. We got a game that this dude Canada over here is hyping, saying it's the game of the decade, and everyone is is hearing how amazing it is because he's seen it, and hey, maybe he's doing the job for us. So we've got a game that we're going to bring out, and I think this might be something like Leonard is going to do because he's the kind of guy where I think he's this is his approach. He's going to come out last make everyone buy all their other games, right? go in and buy Avengers, go in and buy Raza, go in on everyone else's releases, and he's going to do the encore. He's going to show Guns N' Roses after everyone ran to other stuff, and he's going to be like, mic drop moment, boom, here it is. This is and, and I just know this is the game that you're all going to want, unless you don't like Guns N' Roses or you vehemently hate Axl Rose or something. I think if you love pinball and you want to see what Eric can do next, I think you're going to love this game. I think it's effing incredible. And I spoke to someone this weekend who had a video of the game. He wouldn't send me the video of the game, and I'm not going to mention his name because he is someone you trust in the pinball world. He has a podcast in the pinball world. I'll say that. And he said, just wow, just wait. Just wait till you see it. And so the reason why I started this show with Chinese democracy and the Axl Rose phrase, it don't really matter. You're going to find out for yourself. And this is this is the thing about Guns N' Roses from Jersey Jack Pinball. It really doesn't matter when they launch it. If you have something that you know is just going to blow people away, you don't even need marketing. The only marketing you need in the pinball world is a great game. I've always said this. If you make a great game, a great product that everybody wants, that pulls people in, that checks all the right boxes, if you make a great game, you don't, that is the marketing. You know, marketing, this is why I always sort of love and hate what I do for a living. Half of the time you need marketing is because you don't have any innovation. You don't have anything special. You don't have any new news. You have no reason to be talking. You have no reason to be generating conversation. You have no reason people should care about you again today. But when you make something amazing, when you make something incredible, the marketing approach is always different. You hold back. You remain silent. You slowly leak out stuff. Like I used to do marketing in the video game world, and that's what we would do in video games. Like we didn't need to drum up excitement for Grand Theft Auto. We knew there were millions of people that wanted it. They know that there's thousands of pinball fanatics out there that want this game. They know that. So they are going, I think, to take the stage last and do an encore performance. And in very much Guns N' Roses fashion, they are very fashionably late to the party. Guns N' Roses is notorious for going on stage well past, well past the start time. They now go on around 8.30 p.m., but when I saw Guns N' Roses as a kid, they took the stage at Madison Square Garden at like midnight, midnight. And this is a funny fact about Guns N' Roses. Do you know that back in the day when they did Use Your Illusion Tour, they were only uh, paid about 20% of the total tour income because the rest of the money went to paying the late fees for all the venues because they played so late and they didn't give a damn. And that's why I love Guns N' Roses because they just they just did whatever they wanted whenever they wanted to do it. So I think Guns N' Roses comes in at the end. I think it blows all you away. And I do think it's going to be game of the year. And I think if you have patience, like many of us don't, you should wait for this game. Again, like that's it. That's it. And I still see people being like, I don't think he has anything. And like all these people that are brand new, 
pretending to be brand new. Have you noticed this lately? There's a lot of new accounts being created where people are pretending to be brand new on Pinside and they have a huge issue with Canada. And it's really weird because you're like, well, how do you know all this stuff about a guy if you've only got like 17 posts and all of a sudden you're all about a podcaster? Like I'm not even on the site. It is amazing that when you're not even on a forum, the amount of times people talk about you and say your name. They're doing the work for me. It's really nice. I mean, it's really nice living in so many different apartments rent-free around America thanks to Pinside. So many people's heads I'm living rent-free in. And it's great. Thanks, guys. I really appreciate all of the support. But thanks for tuning in, too, because they know they're like listening right now, being like, oh, damn it. Damn it, I hate him so much, and, and, and I'm listening again. Why does he think he has the right to, to be the spokesperson for pinball? He doesn't even own a pinball. Wait, now he owns a Rick and Morty. Wait, now he's selling his Rick and Morty. Let's talk about that for a minute. So I listed my Rick and Morty for $11,500, all right? So $11,500. And I, as I look at the game right now, it, the game is gorgeous. The game is gorgeous. I really do think they did a stellar job on creating a game that just visually, it is such a beautiful cabinet and it's such a colorful game. I love looking at Rick and Morty, I do. It makes me happy every time I see the game. I also noticed this, this interesting thing, is when you go to sell your machine, especially if you're me for some reason, when you go to sell your game or you're ready to make room for a new game, which is a natural thing in pinball, right? I only have room for one game. You know who hit me up and said, hey Chris, I'm totally cool with you selling your Rick and Morty because I know you only have room for one game. You know who hit me up and said that? Scott Denisi, the game's creator. So he's cool. He's like, dude, I, I'm glad you've enjoyed it and I, someone else is going to enjoy it and I know I would do the same thing if I only had room for one game and that's my predicament. The thing that people always want to see me do is they want to know why and they want me to say negative and nasty things about this game is this is the reason why I'm getting rid of it like it sucks like no like I'm not going to say that and I think my review of Rick and Morty has been very fair. I think there's a lot in this game that people will love. I think there's stuff in this game that will frustrate people. I'm not sure the code with where it's at is going to give people a lot of long-term replayability, but they're going to keep working at it. It's not done. It's not even nearly done. There's a lot more to go into this game. They're going to be making this game for the next like year or so. So this is Rick and Morty, you know, it's a it's a world under glass, but there's not a ton of toys in it. It's got one of the best sound systems and light shows and music I've heard in a pinball machine. It probably has the best call outs in pinball history, but it's a it's a game in which, it, you know, the flow is not the best uh, world under glass in terms of wow moments in it. I don't know, you know, mixed bag on that. But overall, a really good package from Spooky Pinball. Now, the other thing I always hear about this game is, well, it's $9,500, so, so like they should be giving you more. But here's the thing. Here's the, I always remind myself this. You know, I can't be mad at Spooky Pinball for selling me Rick and Morty for $9,500. You know why it's not their fault? Because I bought it for $9,500. They, they didn't mislead me. They didn't bait and switch me on the game. I knew going in as a consumer, this is what I was getting for my money. So I have nothing to, com I can't complain about that. They're not at fault for anything. And I think a lot of times, you know, pinball people, like they feel entitled to getting exactly this if they're going to spend this. And I'm here to tell you right now, you know 
what is in a game before you buy it. So you should not feel entitled to anything. And in fact, the power is all on your side of the fence. You have the power to say, hey, if I look at Rick and Morty and you, and you say, hey, I don't see enough in this game to warrant the price, then here's, here's what you do. Don't buy it. Buy something else. Buy something that has more in it. Buy something that is a theme you love. Buy something that, I don't know, like whatever it is you're looking for, if it's not in it, then then that's it. But to buy it and then complain you want more in it or to or to go in threads and constantly complain that it's not worth that much money, I think it's a waste of time. I think it's a waste of time. I mean, look, is it worth $9,500? And the answer right now, and I'll tell you this right now, is people are offering me about $2,000 over that for the game. So it is worth over $9,500 for people. Do I think there's $9,500 worth of pinball stuff in it? No. But that's never been what determines price in this hobby. We all know that. I mean, people spent $15,000 on a damn Elvira for a piece of couch. There were people who bought Beatles Platinum. For, no, so was it Diamond Edition? Yeah, the Diamond Edition Beatles. People bought that game for $25,000 just because it had a silly plaque on it that said Diamond Edition 1 of 50. So value is in the eye of the beholder, all right? So Rick and Morty, it's up for sale. I, I, you know what? I wake up and each day I change my mind on it. Each day I change my mind on it. And for I don't know about how you guys approach your pinball machines and, and the moment you know you're ready to sell it. And for me, it's always hard. And I'll, and I'll explain why. Because it's a toy that we play. And for me, the struggle is always this. Like some days you wake up and you really enjoy your machines. And some days you wake up and you might not be in the best mood. And so then you might not even want to play pinball. Or if you do play pinball, you might not be enjoying it. And that's always what's hard for me is like I just have like there's some weekends where I'm drinking beers and loving Rick and Morty. Other weekends where I play it and I'm like, eh. And I, and I look for what's wrong in it versus just enjoying it. And we're all like that. We're all like that. Like we, our moods change and we apply what mood we're in to the gaming experience in front of us. I don't know anyone out there who can just always play pinball with the most like, you know, open-minded, like jovial nature every time we jump on a machine. And I won't lie to you. Like I will go a week or more at times without even playing pinball. And a lot of it just has to do because of life. Like my job might be super busy. There might be other things happening in my personal life. And I'm just not in the mood. I'm not in the mood. And I, it's a game in which it's more fun to play with other people. And unfortunately, this is the year in which other people aren't coming over to play these toys with us as much, okay? It is for sale for 11500 and I've had interest at that price point, and I don't need to drop the price to move it. So uh, good on Spooky for creating a game that's held value for a very long time after it was released, and with only 750 ever being made, and it being Rick and Morty, it's just always going to be a game that I think holds decent value. If not, we'll stay at the MSRP or more for a very long time. All right, so Deep Root Pinball, let's talk about this because Robert Mueller makes me laugh because it's a Saturday. I think I'm doing something like watching Midnight Diner on Netflix. I've already seen Cobra Kai two years ago. All you Cobra Kai fanboys right now, you need to just like, you're not real fans. You're not real fans. The show came out two years ago, and now everyone's blowing up my feed about how great Cobra Kai is. I would I've been telling people Cobra Kai has been amazing for two years now. It's kind of it's kind of annoying me. Like, wake up. Us real fans paid the 10 bucks on YouTube Red to see that show. 
All right, so Deep Root Pinball, we just have to read this. I mean, I'm, I'm pulling it up right now. So on their September 12th at 4.27 p.m., Robert Mueller thought it was a great idea to post the following on their Facebook page. And I want to read it word for word. We want to personally thank Jody Dankberg, Stern's Director of Marketing and Licensing, for this wake-up call back in 2016. And then there's a quote from Jody that says, there are others trying to make pinball machines. I think it would be fantastic if someone else came along and was really successful at it because that would make an industry. I want someone to be successful as we probably do 99.9% .9 of the games ship. That's not an industry, it's a monopoly. And then Robert wrote, challenge accepted. Just a few days left in the pinball world before Deep Root. Okay. Well, look, it's hard. I, you know, I'm laughing right now as I just read it. It's like, all right, so you're saying that this stern quote, and this was a quote before all the other companies jumped into the ring in which Jody is saying, like, come at a, you know, it's like boring, basically being lonely at the top with nobody else making games. And Robert Mueller is saying, all right, we're, we're going to come out and challenge accepted, which is also throwing a little bit of shade on American pinball because challenge accepted is like the Hot Wheels phrase. So here's my thing. Here's my thing. Why? Why do this? Like, you know what you're doing. They know they're using Stern's words against them. And they've already come out and said all of this bullish stuff about how they're going to do this and do that. And they didn't do any of it. They didn't do any of it. And none of what Deep Roots has said they were going to do have they accomplished yet. Okay, so then you read this. And I'm just trying to like go through the same journey all of you are. So most people, I think, are looking at them right now as a little bit of a joke, right? Like, come on, they've, they've already missed every deadline. They haven't delivered on any single promise. This company is a joke. There are more people laughing at them than supporting them and cheering them on. And, and you have to say rightfully so, if you said all those things and didn't deliver on it, people are going to make fun of you. And this kind of Facebook post is smack talk. Now you can't talk smack until you get stuff done, right? You can't talk smack until you win three Twippies. Everyone else is talking smack about Canada, but where are the Twippies? You know, when you're successful at what you do, and nobody, nobody is more successful at pinball in the history of pinball, probably. Nobody's been more successful consistently making these games than Stern Pinball. And so I get what they're doing here. It's total passive aggressive play. And I kind of, on some level, on some level, why I would not have done this, I kind of love it. I love it. And here's why I love it because this is either going to be the most impressive launch we see in seven days, or it's going to be a laughing stock. I, I, I really believe that. And I believe it because of Deep Root has made it so that it's one or the other. There's not gonna be any middle ground because if what they show doesn't blow people away, they're gonna get laughed at. Like we're not gonna accept it as being their first game in a, by a humble company who's just trying to get into the pinball world, right? Right. When when Spooky Pinball showed everybody America's most haunted, right? I mean, look at that game now. That game is a laughing stock compared to how nice games look right now, right? But because it was spooky and they were a family-run business and they were nice people, everyone gave them a break and and was like more accepting of what they could do in their first attempt at pinball, right? 
that's not the case with this company, right? It's the complete opposite. Arrogance, ego, bold statements. We're going to do that. And, and that's fine if you can back it up. So that's why I'm excited because like they they either have to back it up or they're going to be like laughed at more than anyone's ever been laughed at with the first game in the pinball world. And no one's ever come out of the gate so bullish as this. So this is a good thing. This is a good thing for us, the, the pinball community, because now we get to see if they can back it up and you're not going to have to wait long. And I can't wait. Their media event, I believe, is this weekend. I mean, it's coming up like four or five days, like whatever they're going to show, like it has to be done. And the big questions remain, are we going to see manufacturing? Are we going to, how many are they going to make? Are we going to see more than one title? How much are their games going to be? I mean, they've done a great job. I, I, I will say this. They've done a great job of being talked about. They've done a great job of creating curiosity within this company. They've done a great job of pissing off a lot of people. They've done a great job of, of making a lot of bold claims. And come this weekend, we are going to get so many answers to so many of the question marks. And that's really exciting. Now, if I'm them, do you think they're nervous that Jersey Jack drops Guns N' Roses this week? And like, could that just like blow up their entire plan? I don't know. You know, I don't think Jersey Jack's going to do that. I think Jersey Jack has its eyes set. I don't think they even care about what Deep Root does. I don't. I don't think Jersey Jack Pinball is like even like worried about Deep Root on any level. I think Jersey Jack Pinball is just like we want to make the game when it's ready and when we can like really blow people away with a launch of this game. And I think they're just going to wait for that. I think Jersey Jack's just playing by its own playbook. I really do. I don't think they care that Avengers came out. I don't think they care about any of it. I don't. I think they're just like we're going to we're going to steal when when the when the spotlight is ready for us, we know what we got and we're confident in what we got and we're just going to make the best game possible and and we know we have it and we know we have it and we know Canada knows we have it and we're annoyed that Canada has it but he's doing all the hype for us. So that's how I think this whole thing's going to play out. And I think it's going to be an amazing week and I'm not sure if there's going to be any more surprises this week, but man, September shaped up to be a really great pinball month. This is going to be fun. I, I don't know about you guys, but I'm really excited to see where this all goes over the next few weeks. And we're going to have a lot of pinball to talk about. And I look forward to talking to people over at Deep Root. Um, I look forward to hearing, you know, everything they're going to say this weekend. And I'm, I hopefully I'm going to be a part of it. I think Robert invited me to be a part of it uh, at some point over the weekend. I know people are traveling there. Other pinball media are going to Deep Root. Uh, I will not be going. It wasn't that I wasn't invited. I also just wouldn't travel because of COVID. I, I'm really taking this seriously. I just don't want to go to an airport, get on a plane. It's just not worth it to me to put my health at risk. I've been doing so much to stay healthy and to stay safe in New York City. I'm not going to jeopardize all that to see a pinball machine. And so that's why I would not go even if I was invited, even if Robert had a private jet waiting for me at Westchester Airport. I just wouldn't go. I, I, I just think it's a time to put your family and your health first. It's unfortunate I would have been there otherwise absolutely I would have been there otherwise and I, I know this isn't the launch they wanted they didn't expect there to be a pandemic uh, but I do know he has something special planned for this launch and I think it's going to be a rollout unlike any we've seen before so I'm excited to see that as well uh, Stern Pinball Avengers Infinity Quest it's on the line already we're seeing pictures by Zombie Yeti of, of tons of games being made and this is why it's always funny, is, is that everyone else has always got all this conversation going and Stern's the only one that's cashing checks, right? And that's all that matters. It's a business. This, this is the business of making pinball machines. And, and they're the only ones that always just execute, execute, execute. And as much as Jody said that 
four years ago, five years ago, the truth is Stern is still the only one that 99.9% of the time just keeps executing right. And they've got it down to a science. And, and maybe that's why it's just never that exciting to focus so much on Stern because they just always get it done. Sure, they've got quality control issues. Sure, they've got this. But that's what happens when you make thousands of machines a year, right? Everyone else is always like struggling to get anything out the door. Easy to criticize a company that's making millions selling thousands of games around the world. And would I like Stern quality to be better? Absolutely. Would I like Stern to put more into their games? Absolutely. Am I excited by every Stern launch? No, I'm not because it's just, it's all so, it all happens so quickly on top of each other. And it does start to feel a little bit of the same. Uh, But if you like pinball, you've got to like totally respect Stern Pinball. And I totally respect Stern Pinball. And I I think the man I have the most respect for in all of pinball is George Gomez. I mean, I've, I've said it before. Without George Gomez, none of this is here. I'm not here. You're not into pinball. We're, we're all just chasing down 90s machines, spending $15,000 for Cactus Canyons, right? Where the hell's that game? Where is Cactus Canyon Remake? Chicago Gaming Company, to me, they're the big, like out of all the companies, they know how to do it and they just can't get it done. I mean, it's just, I, I don't even know. I don't even know. We haven't even, you know, we're not even going to go there. But anyway, congrats, Stern. You did it again. You got the games on the line and people are going to be unboxing Avengers Infinity Quest real soon. And we'll see what the game is like out of box. It was a great stream by Jack Danger of the pro version of the game, which was a much better stream than the first stream. Uh, and pinball streaming is always going to be this thing where like, there's no right way to do it. What It's the dumbest thing to watch for hours. It just is. Ultimately, It's unfortunate that none of us can jump on any of these machines right now before we buy them. So we're all in the same bucket. We're all in the same bucket. Uh, Only if you want an LE do you need to go in now. But trust me, I know I was wrong on Willy Wonka. And I know people won't let me forget that. It's like, Canada, you you hyped us on Willy Wonka. You're never allowed again to to hype anything. I'm telling you right now. I'm telling you right now. Guns N' Roses... I will fall on my sword if I'm wrong on Guns N' Roses. You're going to want a collector's edition of Guns N' Roses. If they don't make 500, they'll sell out of them. Trust me on this one, people. If I've ever asked you to trust me on anything, GNR is the one. It's the one. It's the one. And it's coming out the day after we all die, just like Chinese democracy. Have a good day, everybody. Wait, wait.